Welcome to the Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players by trumpet players and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the tenacious teddy bear himself, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of the Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. No one is more surprised than us that this whole World Trumpet Federation thing took off. I mean, WTF has become a real thing for trumpet players, and the very kind feedback that you, our loyal listeners, have provided has been very rewarding, and ultimately, we are grateful. So, since no good deed goes unpunished, we will continue to provide you with as much pertinent trumpet content as possible, and it's easy to keep tabs on us and stay up to date with our shenanigans. You can send us an email to theopenbell at gmail.com to get direct access to the team and possibly, if you like, end up on the podcast. You can go to the website, www.worldtrumpetfederation.com, to find helpful videos, lists, and other nonsense to make your trumpeting life better. But what we really like is when you join us weekly here on the Open Bell Podcast to get the truth about trumpet and lots of other information, too. We are happy to have you join us, especially today, on this, our 150th episode. We appreciate you. And by Dylan Music. My first interaction with Dylan was right around the time the store opened in 1992. I was in grad school and in the market for a sea trumpet. I called, listened to their advice, and let them send me a horn I had never played. I was nervous, but the price was right, and as it turned out, the horn was exceptional. I became a believer right then and there. Crazy thing is, you can do the same thing, but with much more confidence. I'm here to tell you that the team at Dylan's is there to help you in every way they can. Just add them to contacts right now. 732-634-3399. Dylan Music. Next line down, Jim McCombs. Or as it is in my phone, Brother James. Of course, you can also add a bookmark in your computer. Whatever that means. At www.dylanmusic.com. Of course, you can also just drive to Woodbridge, New Jersey and experience the epicenter of the music industry at their amazing store. In any case, because you listen to the Open Bell podcast, you can use the promo code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off of all your accessories. Dylan Music. Musicians helping musicians since 1992, including yours truly. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to title total and tout information that we believe is tantamount for triumphant trumpeters and teetotaling cornetists. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the inventor, entrepreneur, and trumpeter Dan Gosling. Man, I'm so grateful for Dan's vision and his tenacity to stick with this business and provide us all with Chop Saver. Just this morning, I picked up my Chop Saver and I looked at it before I knew I was speaking right out loud to it. You see this guy? This guy's in love with you. Oh, no. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Who looks at you the way I do? Oh, man. When you smile, I could tell we know each other well. How can I show you? I'm glad I got to know you because I've heard some talk. They say you think I'm fine. Yes. I'm in love. And what I do to make you mine, tell me now. Is, is it so? Oh, no. Don't let me be the last to know. Oh, my gosh. Huh? Wow. On Herb Albert Day. Wow. Well done. Well done. Thank you. That's no amazing. way I was going to sing it because you can't out sing the way Herb did it. No. Well, no. I mean, that's just amazing. That that was amazing is one word. Yeah. That that is a word that you could use to yeah. describe that. <laughs> Absolutely. I meant his singing, not my recitation but if you want to know what it's like to love your lip treatment go to www.chopsaver.com and use the promo code bell promo promo code. to get 15 percent off your order of chop saver still a great deal it's a great deal always an amazing deal a steal at half the price it's a bargain at any price <laughs> guys are insufferable <laughs> brutal we're, we're running a special love the new love the new year one for the price of two only today right that's it black friday special all right brian (laughs) well done what do you have for us wow so we're recording this in the new year and um i uh, i'm just coming off a gig and i was traveling back from the gig with um the solo horn player of the brass band this guy named will um will actually from san antonio hey my Um, people yeah. yeah so he's um he's a great french horn player and he was like first call with san antonio for for years um and great musician, great player. And he moved up to 
to Glassboro when when the job in the uh, the brass band came open. And uh, he lived with us for four and a half months um, before he got on his feet. I like that you're housing band members. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, whatever it takes, whatever's best for the band. Um, he's a great musician, and he's uh, he's now playing French horn in this orchestra that I play in. And um, and we're on we're on our way back, and we're discussing the difference between playing, you know, our instruments in the brass band, cornet or tenor horn, and our instruments in the orchestra. And we realize that you know the difference between playing trumpet and cornet is that when i play trumpet i'm usually getting paid and when i play <laughs> and when i'm playing cornet i'm usually playing impossible music and getting yelled at or and and costing you money and paying to do it paying to do it yes here's an idea let's travel overseas and do this for no money <laughs> for no money we'll, we'll pay, pay our to, own we'll way pay to do that yeah oh yeah. my god guilty yeah yeah, yeah totally guilty you got, that you is the best that is great awareness, really, for you guys. Yeah, man. To, to put that together so that you you realize that. Yeah, yeah. I have had I have had those. Thoughts so come on over, that, play some cornet. That, that I do have lots of horns in this office, where a majority of time when I'm called to play trumpet, it is I want you to play B flat trumpet and or flugelhorn, mm. maybe C trumpet. No, right. So I guess that's all I would quote unquote need to have, but. It seems like that would just not make any sense not to be playing E flat and piccolo and alto. You play and bass. nine other horns on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. I'm at ten horns a day, and and any ten. less than that seems well, kind of ridiculous. Like, how would you live? <laughs> I sent you guys a post just last night. One of our friends is heading out on the road, and he says, "Have horn ready to go." And I'm like, "What does right. he mean? Yeah. What does he mean? Horn? That sounds like it's singular. Was that it just Scott? That just means one. Was it Scott? <laughs> he just Probably. travels with his mouthpiece. His mouthpiece packed. Scott just assumes there will be horns there waiting yeah. for him. <laughs> and he would never bring a mute. His 10 no. mouthpiece pouch. Oh He's my played gosh. everyone else's mutes and everyone else's horns. Exactly. It is true. Now, the versatility there, just being able to go with the flow. That was <laughs> yeah. my favorite part of the video of you guys trashing me, is Scott there holding... A C trumpet all the way yes. through. That's the best Easter egg in there. Like you really got to know to know that one. He was very intentional, and of course, a lot of people caught that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were people that really were all like, over who's, that. Like whose C is that? Which is a yeah. reasonable Scott question. God holding a C trumpet is the best it's part. It's not of this his. Whole thing. He re he really does think that uh, John Marciano just holds on to his C for him. You know, eleven yes. and a half months out of the year, it's yes. in a working condition for him. Yes. It, Scott's. I remember when Scott sold his horn, his C trumpet, because he sold it to one of my students. Right. But he said he realized that one day that the dust ring around the horn on the shelf had built up. <laughs> like that's how long it had been since he had moved it. Yeah. 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 Again, kind of confusing to me. Like, how would you not have that thing up every morning? I don't. I don't get it. But yeah. No, it's not his way to go. Yeah. All right, Joey. What do you What do you have for us? Please say you're going to be making money playing your um... horn. <laughs> I'm going to be making money on lots of horns this year. It's going to be uh, making money. <laughs> it's going to be good, yeah, because there's lots coming up. But I wanted to talk about age today. No offense to you personally, Bill. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is right Happy after New Year the to New Bill. Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bill's old. Today, <laughs> today, as Shocked. we know, we're going to be talking about Herb Albert, who is, I think, 150 years old about right about now. Um, okay, but 88, I, but yeah. I, yeah I do think a lot of people uh, who are listening right now may not even know the name. I mean, forget about even mm. like, oh, that's a name out there I know or something. And I think this is happening a lot to that generation and the generation slightly older than us. That there are names out there of people who used to be in jobs or used to be here or used to teach there who may have retired or uh, who are still out there. And I think we kind of get into that, yeah, sure, but they're old and that doesn't really matter anymore because we're so much about what's new and what's current and what's happening right now. There are, you know, some older players, excuse me, that are still remarkably great players and great resources. And I think we are losing by not actually engaging those people in regular time. So I want you to think mm. about the older players in your in your area, players and teachers, and what are you doing to engage them? And we should be engaging them. When I think about, you know, the, the things, everybody always thinks, you know, newer is better. I've had students come in and they're like good young <laughs> jazz players. And they're like, all right, so who do you like? Well, I like this and this and this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you a blues solo. I want you to listen to it. I'm going to give you the transcription. Come back next week and tell me what you think. And what I give them is Bird Like by Freddie Hubbard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this was okay. recorded what almost sixty years ago at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It is stuff. It's just an F blues. It's not complicated mm-hmm. changes, but what he does, not just harmonically, not just jazz wise, but trumpet wise, the whole package is stuff that even today we're going. Uh, how do you do that? Right. <laughs> so, you know, and, you know, we, we've talked a lot about old orchestral recordings, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the Gabrielli recording, you know, when was that done? Forever ago. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, and other, you know, big band and lead things, you know, the stuff Maynard was playing in the fifties. We're still you know, silly people confused. Yeah. So I, I think as we're, we're going to talk about Herb today, I want you, I want you thinking about don't lose sight of everything that came before that is absolutely ridiculously good. And I think too often it gets too easy to focus on the great stuff that's happening today. And there is a lot of great stuff happening today that we should be focused on, but not to the exclusion of what came before. I want to make sure we're keeping that part alive. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Because sometimes the new stuff, you know, the so the video production quality is a little bit better. It's mm-hmm. easier to find or whatever else. I get that. And mm-hmm. you, you see something that maybe isn't black and white. You don't want to mess around with it. But, man, there's gold in the in Oh, stuff. yeah. Oh, and the then maybe time... the, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Maybe they've already thought about it. Right. There's been stuff out yeah. there like, oh, look, that's already a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some black and white footage of the Count Basie Orchestra in, in Europe that I had not seen until YouTube became a thing. Right. And there it is, like crystal clear black and white footage of the band yeah. playing live on TV where I, it's the first time I could watch Snooky Young play. Not oh, just hear yeah. him. Yeah. Watch right. him and go, right. ooh, look at that. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> good. Holy. That's amazing. Like, like that's world-class lead trumpet playing. And just because it happened in the early 60s doesn't mean that it is uh, dated or worse or not something to listen to. It's actually amazing. Let's this idea. Ig- ignore that. This is maybe the best idea you've ever had. The things that came out of the early 60s are worthwhile. I support this. <laughs> like 1963-ish? You For, like example. That? For example. For example. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For example, Holy great, moly. great year. I'm not saying that you're about a thousand. But I, I do think it happens way too much, especially when I talk to, to students and say, well, have you heard of? And a lot mm. of the time I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you some things you got to go listen to and watch. Well, that's that's happened a bunch, though. I mean, I'm sure you, this is why you're talking about this. Yep. You're encountering this. You, you drop a name that you think everybody knows, and you see that blank stare like, <gasps> And so, like, in that moment, I'm like, how do you not know? But then I also feel bad about myself for not, like, putting that out yep. there and making that common knowledge. I mean, I don't know that they know who Al Hurt and Herb Alpert are. Right. Well, I mean, even you even... Know. Kids coming up today, you know, Bud Herseth, which we think of as one of the Mount Rushmore's, especially of orchestral trumpet, uh, trumpet yeah. playing, if not trumpet playing as a whole. Right. He's been gone for a while and out of the orchestra for a while. Yeah. So yeah. if you're coming up right now, you'd have to do some work to know who that is. Wow. Interesting side thought here, sidebar. If we were going to make a Mount Rushmore of just orchestral players, where would we put, where would that mountain be? You mean physically? Where would we yeah, put physically, it? Physically, where would we put it? Where would we carve where it? State, where would we carve it? <laughs> there have to be mountains, new game, right? New game new for game. another day. I think in the Adirondacks, it's going to have to be in the. That's York. it's worth saying too. Adirondacks, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So I think it would have to be. be. Yeah. The Mount, okay. whatever. Because like all the all the, the New Rushmore York, and, all the trouble. New York, yeah. and then Boston, you know, Philly, right. East Coast stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'd want that yeah. nearby, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I like, I like, uh, I like this idea. We're gonna where start. Where would we? Where would we build the monument? Of, where are we gonna <laughs> carve it? Yeah, and we yeah. we get full rights to all of it. I, of course, <laughs> we just invented it. Do it in we the show and prove it. Yeah. All right, Bill, what do you got for us this afternoon? Well, as you guys know, you know, I just got back from a little trip. Um, so uh, Lynn and I went to California to see youngest son elliot yeah my boy my son but joey's boy exactly uh marching with everybody's the, very confused right <laughs> westchester university incomparable golden rams marching band go dub a, CU. that's dub cu dub that is a <laughs> mouthful but uh man kudos to uh, adam gumbel andy yozviak and the entire team out there westchester represented pennsylvania beautifully in the rose parade it nice. was phenomenal. golden Rams. that's a huge performance. deal yeah. It is a huge deal, and I was was really cool. And Elliot got some major uh, TV time with KTLA because he was on the outside. 
Oh, he was right on the outside. He yeah, was on, on the, the camera side. Yeah, so his grandmother's going to be very happy when she sees that video nice. of him doing that. <laughs> but what what I didn't realize that in in addition to the Rose Parade itself, they have a band fest out there where they they have several days of like basically bands come in and do their field shows. Oh, wow. cool! And like man, in the I, Rose Bowl. No, it's it's at uh, Pasadena City College. Sure. Nice. Okay. Yeah. But nice, lovely little stadium, and yeah. it was it was great. Um, and I heard a, a lot of amazing groups. There was a group from Hawaii. There was a group from Costa Rica. Uh, yeah. Westchester was there. William Mason High School from Ohio was there. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, you know, a BOA band. I mean, just incredible stuff. Um, Pasadena City College itself had, they bring in high school students, and they had a Herald Trumpet group. Oh, oh my gosh. Was, Herald Trumpets. Yeah, I've, I took some clips. I'll send you guys some clips yeah. of that. It was really... Really Trumpets great no one enjoys playing. Yes. <laughs> and they marched to hold and usually worse to tune. Yeah, and they marched in the parade as well. The Heralds mm. did in front of like the, the Rose Parade Queens. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really cool. That's a lot of work. But in this whole thing, I was reminded of here these all these bands and spectators from you know countries all over the world. And uh, and I had this sort of idea of like this universe that universality of music kind of thing. I we're all enjoying it, right? Like everybody's there. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's getting it. Even though the bands were all different styles and the music was different, everyone was dancing and moving. And I was just reminded of how cool that is. Right. <laughs> and, and then I was, a, this was affirmed in my mind at the highest level of how much universal, like how much commonality there is in all this. When the director from the Costa Rican band cut the band off and a single trumpet player to my right hung over on a blazing double G. Now we're <laughs> and I was like, it's yep. the same everywhere. And in that moment, just before the <laughs> just before the tumultuous applause, I giggled out loud and went, bruh. This is what Hanging like, over, <laughs> hanging over crosses boundaries and borders. This is, I love the universality of the hangover. You know, and he clearly, he clearly like he liked the way he did it because I found him immediately, and it was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All over just, that. I just, like, I just had a whole bunch of high school flashbacks. <laughs> of course, right. But just a beautiful blazing double G that he wanted to be sure that everyone heard in America. And good for him. And that's his presence with authority. Because, yes, he did. And you're out. <laughs> out. <laughs> but it was really tremendous a uh, few days. And again, hats off to my uh, my friends and colleagues over there at WCU. I'm grateful my son's having that experience. And uh, it was just really remarkable to see the whole thing. And man, saw the bands from Michigan and Alabama in the parade. All the right. Million dollar band. That's uh, Alabama's yeah. band, right? Right. Uh, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. Uh, completely, you know, I, I know the football game went the way that it did. Yeah, it did. Hell, I think Alabama won band. <laughs> one did they? Well, that is the uh, goal. Yeah. I will yeah. tell you, uh, my my high school football team was um, what's the word I'm looking for? Terrible. Uh, in my four <laughs> years of high school, our combined record was nine and thirty one. That was uh, I'm not making wow. this up. Three and seven, zero oh and ten. My sophomore year, three wow, and seven, three impressive. and seven. We did like to claim we never lost a halftime. So yeah, you know, well, I'm, so, I'm sure. I'm sure. So you there is not. there is that part of it. Yeah. Regardless of what happens on the field. We're going to have a good time up in the stands. But it was great and got got to hear some really amazing music and, and had never, ever had reason to go to the Rose Parade. Right. You know, it looks a certain way on TV, but when you're there, it's uh, it's very cool. That's very cool. How and long were you at the parade? The parade's about two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Did I see that but, Audra, Audra McDonald was like the Grand Marshal there? Yes. I just played with him like a month ago over yes. in Utah. Yeah. Right. I'm like, hey, look, there's uh, Audra McDonald. Now, the parade, I will say, goes from 8 to 10. Right. But we had to be in the area where our seats were, which we had reserved seats in the grandstands, nice. uh, before 6 o'clock. <laughs> oh, you just bring some trumpets and a metronome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that guy doing? I could never got never gotten through security with any of it. But uh, no, we were there early. I'm just going to set up and do some practicing. <laughs> yes. Look, I don't know what you guys are doing, but... I was just really cool because you got to go in and walk around the parade route and uh, and do all that. It was it was great. Nice. So anyway, but I uh, loved my moment there with a the Costa Rican band who was just totally That's happening. Awesome. And they had a it was a community band. So they the youngest member was a 10 year old. Oh, my gosh. Player. Oh, wow. 
and you easy to find him like there he is. One. Yeah, tiny little kid tiny little kid and he was yeah. all in man all in wow so. that's very cool all right boys it's game time it oh, is no. it is game of course and it's let's game not time. let it be lost on us that this is our 150th episode 150 no matter one. what brian says about his absolutely <laughs> screwed up way of counting this yes. is 150 this is episode 150. Brian, don't do it. I see you Landmark. doing the math. Don't do it. Landmark. I don't have to do the math. I don't have it written do down. Don't do it. Here. I have it written down. Anyway, are you ready for today's categories? Because, boys, we're playing Jeopardy. You did that up a step, didn't you? That was up a step, wasn't it? <laughs> Because it, did you do that because it was the 150th episode or what? I had to do something new. Yes. Yeah, right. Not just up a step, but something new. Wow. Because this was one of my, that was one of my very first ones. Yeah. Well, killer. So the I had bumpers to think, are awesome. But I the fact that you kind of rethink would, it. Yeah. The fact that you do that up a step for this episode is tremendous. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I got to go find my, uh, where did it go? <laughs> yeah. Your buzzer. Is your buzzer ready? Oh, wait. Buzzer two. Is that working? No. Nope. Joey's got the fastest buzzer in the history of the world anyway. No, nope, I couldn't hear it. Did you not hear it seriously? Or you must didn't hear it. No, I didn't. I love this. Now there I it is. It. Now it worked. You guys are bad. What'd you people. do differently? Nothing. You guys are terrible people. All right. What are the categories? The categories for today. Now that's Italian. What's These that? are Italian words for musical markings. Okay. Easy. This is that starter category that gets everybody warmed up and ready. All right, ready to go. Yeah. All right. Category two, brassed off. Are, are we doing British brass again? These are brass <laughs> banding questions. I don't like that category. I won't win that one either. It's a great category. It's a terrible category. All right. Category three, haiku tukutu. There we go. Can you hear my buzzer? Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. That's not part of today's game. I was curious. Yeah. Um, okay. Haiku about trumpet books Ooh. is what Haiku Tukutu is about today. Okay. These are trumpet books. Got it. All These were all written yesterday at 35,000 feet. Nice. I should say last night. Okay. Life of Brian Wait, is our what? fourth category. Life of Brian. These are questions about Brian. This is not fair. <laughs> How is this fair? <laughs> You probably know more about Brian than Brian does. <laughs> well, I would say that's probably true. Might be something to that. You're more aware of Brian than Brian. <laughs> okay. And finally, duets. Before and after. Famous pairings that are not before and after. <laughs> before and after. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. Your description is not making me happy. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. Am I going in? Yeah, sure. Uh, Oh, I'm you guessing probably won Joey the last won last time. time. All right, yeah, let's it's go a safe with, uh, Now yes. that's Italian for one. Now All that's right, Italian for 100. The Italian word used when we want to slow down. Joey? What is retard? That's correct. Doesn't he have See. to say it in the full retardando? Yeah, what is, well, whatever, we get it. Okay. At right, least well, he didn't say. Now that's Italian. For what a, is a writ? <laughs> what is slow down-o? <laughs> <laughs> what is tempo di lerno? <laughs> Perfect. All right, let's My go. Favorite. Now that's Italian. Now that's Italian for two. Now that's Italian for 200. The Italian word used when we want to play louder than mezzo piano. Joey. That would be two words. What is mezzo forte? Yeah, sure. That's good. Yeah. Or forte, fortissimo. Yeah. Right. Now that's Italian for three. That's Italian for 300. The Italian word used when we want to play louder than mezzo forte. What is forte? That's right. Brian, I thought you were going to be all over these later questions. No, I'm slow. No. All right. Well, that's <laughs> Italian like New for New Hampshire four. speed. That's Italian for 400. The Italian phrase, which literally means tail. What Joey? is coda? Coda. <laughs> Brian, he's sweeping you on he's this. He's so fast. Right, Are you just saying you're that's... just laying back for the next one? Right, exactly. Now, now that's Italian for five, please. Now that's Italian for 500. The Italian word used for a section of music with no measure designations. Joey. What is cadenza? Hmm. 
Yeah. Senza Missouri. Senza Missouri. No, Kansas don't have measure designations. Yeah, but Senza Missouri literally means without measures, without measure designations. All right, right, Brian. Brian. All right. Out of nowhere. (laughs) Let's. Let's do Life of Brian for 100. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Life of Brian for 100. He's he had, already giggling. He had two of these and sold the nice one to keep the beater. <laughs> Joey. What is car? <laughs> yeah, what is what more is specifically a, a Toyota Corolla? A Toyota Corolla. <laughs> and I have to say this. Before we go on, quick sidebar. Rented a car in California. Went with the cheapest thing I could find, which yeah, was a Toyota Corolla. Which was there a Corolla. And <laughs> How are your hips? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think it's designed into the car. The new models, I thought, well, it's new. It'll be better than Brian's car. No, I'm Nope. Impaired. Same. Did they have at least a, uh, automatic windows? Yes. This okay, one did. well, that's good. <laughs> this well, one did not have crank that. windows. And, which was also weird to me, too, all of the body panels matched, which I... That's just odd. That doesn't strange. make any sense. That they were all that... the same color. People so. think you're kidding. It says <laughs> no, crank windows, <laughs> crank windows and the body panels don't. And yeah. the worst seats on any rock sled on the planet. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in now. Let's go Life of Brian for 200. Life of Brian for 200. <laughs> Along with Peter Pickett, designed this now popular item. Okay, I have an objection. <laughs> this is, you mean, what is the British brass band cornet mouthpiece? But yes. designed or, or said. Hey, my to, name's or, on the website. Or, or said, well, Peter sent him some stuff, but we can't use it. I believe that's the end of his discussion about design. His, his name is on the website. That's all I know. My, yeah. My right internet research. Vinny DiMartino's. Revealed to Brian. Yes, I think the last discussion he had was, yeah, these don't work. And that was the end of his, <laughs> his input. I'm really sorry. I can't use these. And then, uh, and then about six weeks later, oh, these are great. I got the whole section on them. It came here. It's perfect. <laughs> Joey's response, you're welcome. I'm going to need you to stop talking. Exactly. Peter, let well, me tell no, you Well, no, I'm angry, you, but let's wants. go ahead. Let's do some more Life of Brian for three. This is the best category ever. <laughs> And I'm losing. Life of Brian for 300. Brian knows less about himself than Joey does. <laughs> Item used by Jason Sullivan to, de- to desecrate Brian's vegan kitchen in his absence. <laughs> <laughs> what is bacon? Yes, that is correct. Oh, my God. Yep. Nothing Jeez. better than staying in a vegan's house and cooking up some bacon. Getting him a pound of bacon. And then the oh, best thing so might have been him telling me the story. About how all of a sudden, in the halfway through what he's doing, he realizes what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's just good work. All right, Life okay. of Brian for four. Life of Brian for 400. Device used to measure Brian's balance in the ensemble. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> what is a decibel meter? Yes. <laughs> what is a decibel meter? Oh I thought God. about going with seismograph, but thought that might be a little too <laughs> Yeah, right. Richter scale. Yeah. Uh, life of awesome. Brian for five, please. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe not one of these. Life of Brian for 500. Will he swoop in again and, and no. stop the sweep? <laughs> Probably not. Brian's happy place on any given day. <laughs> What so is fast. anywhere he can be alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes, or yeah. England. Both were acceptable <laughs> answers. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, let's go over to Haiku Tukutu. That's my favorite. Wow, oh, Haiku Tukutu. Love the I see what you're doing. Books the st- edition. The strategery here is impressive, Joey. Yeah, I'm, I've yes. got a lot of strategery. Yes. Haiku Tukutu for a hundred. <laughs> this Beautiful. advanced method, that unmistakable blue. A good place to start. Say that. This is the one hundred. Yeah. This advanced. That this advanced method. Advanced that unmistakable method. blue. A good place to start. How is an advanced method a place to start? That oh, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Does it's, you think about the book? It's. What is the Clark Technical Studies? No, that's not no. blue. It's not blue. Well, it is. You have a blue cover on that. You, yeah, you guys have. You blue actually, covers. you actually have held up your blue uh, cover on this podcast. I still <laughs> yes. think it's more purple than blue, but um, it, that's not purple. Yeah, I don't. It's I, got I don't the know lime where you're going. Just, where are you going? You don't know. Ruebank. Oh, 
The Rubank. I put the title in the haiku. Okay. Well, we the Rubank Advanced Method. You guys right. killed that. Uh, Full. Yeah. All right. Let's go haiku, let's, two, 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 for Back two. to life, Brian. See you for 100. <laughs> for six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's see if you can write better, better haikus for two. <laughs> for 200. Lyrical Studies, a book that's close to my heart. It was for singers. Joey? Uh, what is uh, Bordoni? Vocalese. Yeah, what, is con- what is Conconi? Conconi is what I had in mind, but they're both correct. But they're both correct. They're both correct. I I'm, just taking said that. I'm taking the They're point. They're both correct. <laughs> We're going to split the points. I'm taking the points. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Let's go with uh, Haiku Tuka 2 for 3. Haiku Tuka 2 for 300. A rite of passage and so good for auditions. All 14 of them. All 14 of them? All 14? Like, how can I make these? This is, this is even easier than the first one. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Brian. What are the characteristic studies by yeah. Arben? Arben, 14 characteristic studies. Oh, that does make sense. <clears throat> but all nobody's going to play all 14. A couple well, no, are, but... A couple of those are dogs. <laughs> a couple of them are terrible. <laughs> but you should play all of them. You should. You, you should know, play them all. You need anyway. to know you that. Should, you just got to know. Yeah. All right? Okay. Haiku oh, yeah. two for 400, Haiku, Brian? Yeah, for 400. Is that what you want to keep going, yeah, or do you want to go back to there. life of Brian and take another shot at your stuff? <laughs> No, I already cleaned no, that I, out. I did pretty badly in life. I already cleaned out Brian. I have more. If okay. you have more questions about Brian's life, just email me directly. <laughs> Brian, he's going to need you to stop talking about your yeah, life. exactly. Okay, 400. Studies are in groups. The name makes them sound real tough. They will build your face. Studies are in groups. Oh! Oh, what are right. irons? irons? Yes, yes, irons. 27 groups of studies. Yeah, yep. there we go. The That's, irons. That was let's, easy. Let's close this out. Haiku Tuka Tu for five. Haiku Tuka Tu for 500. The OG flex book with many paths to follow and oh, that mustache. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, crap. I'm looking at Wait a minute. What is the Charles Colon advanced with flexibility? Oh one, no, two, that's the OG flexibility book. It's no, yeah, I I don't think so. And the mustache, the, yeah, Charles Colon had a mustache. Yeah, um, but, but it wasn't as impressive. That's the OG flexibility book. Come on, I Brian, think back I me think up. yeah. Who are you talking I, about? Max Schlossberg. Schlossberg. Yeah, that's not just a flexibility book. No, but it is. But it's it is a flexibility more, book. I would argue that's not a flexibility book. I think more people would say Schlossberg than colon. OG flexibilities? Flexibility is in the title. No, advanced lift flexibility. Schlossberg book has a lot more than just flexibilities. I'm throwing out out that question. I'll take the points. (laughs) Yeah, no points for anybody. As much as I hate to say this, Mm -hmm. let's go brassed off for one. Yes. (laughs) Because you're trying I'm to about. So save duets for the end. I love duets. I'm saving before and after for the end. <laughs> All right. Brassed off oh, no. for 100. The practice of playing in small groups, mostly around the holidays, to raise money. Brian? <laughs> what is busking? Busking, yes. <laughs> for 100. <laughs> Almost. Oh, out. my gosh. A little late on that one, Brian. Yeah. Brian you did know the answer? He I did, did know. I did know it. Know it. So, it was. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. That's not right. a brass band term. We've that been is doing <laughs> going out and work. playing for money term. All right, He's for, doing a lot. For, for 200. Brassed off for 200. Name the instruments in the back of the band in B flat and E flat. Brian? What are the basses? The basses. Joey would have missed it and said tubas. <laughs> yes. They are tubas. They're basses. <laughs> They're basses. What instrument, if they walked out on the street and you said, what instrument is that person carrying, what would you call it? Basses. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> so mad at you guys. For 300. Brassed off for 300. Despite being seated in death row, this, this player essentially is part of the first cornet section. Oh, Joey. Oh, no. This would be the uh, the E-flat player, oh. E-flat cornet player. Brian, you want to swoop in? Oh, yeah, who is the Repiano player? Yeah, the Repiano player is part of the first cornet section. The sop player right. is his own thing. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound right. No, that's on their, right. <laughs> on their own island. For 400. 
brassed off for 400. This term is practically interchangeable in the States, but in brass bands, you would never confuse the youth with one of these. Mm, Joey. Oh, that's a baritone. Hey, well nice done. Nice work. Don't mess with me. Let's, let's get out of this. <laughs> Don't this is, this is going to be an interesting category. question. <laughs> 500. The brass band rehearsal to which our friend Ian Colross will be reporting to this coming year. <gasps> Come on. Oh, I don't know. He just left a band. He did, but it's all over social media, and oh, you're not no. on social media. I'm not so. on social media. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. But Joey is. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. Quick, let me text Ian. Nope. Yeah, nope. Where's nope, he we going? Don't, we don't have a phone a friend on this. He's going to fairies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was just going to say that if I knew what that, <laughs> <laughs> knew what that band was. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah. He's going to the corner there. Uh yeah. Nice. Joey, that means he's gonna be principal cornet there. Don't start with me. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to the good stuff. Before and after for one. Duets for one hundred. Before and after. King of the Westerns meets LA lead player. Oh. <laughs> no problem. Who no is problem. John Wayne Bergeron? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Right out of the chute. Uh, let's go before and after for two. Well-known jazz player meets Winton's cousin. Winton's cousin. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> now, do I, which last name should I use? <laughs> if I say Red Rodney Marcellus? Yeah, Red that's Rodney where I'm Marcellus. going. Yeah, that's it. Go. Yeah, yeah. All right, he uses Marcellus, yeah. There we go. Uh, let's keep going there. <laughs> Very before, nice. Before and after for three. North Texas trumpeter goes biblical to make a path. Goes biblical to... <laughs> I'm really proud of this one. Didn't you? Gonna, yes. It's going to make you really angry. <laughs> North Texas trumpet player. You're happy about this because goes, it's going to make him uh, angry. <laughs> to make a path? Yeah. Goes biblical to make a path. I, 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 Brian, you got anything? I didn't know. I'm, I have no idea. No idea. What do you got? It's a North Texas thing. Rob Parton, the Red Sea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you the points on that one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's very nice. That's Thank pretty you. good. Yeah. Thank you. All right, yeah. let's go uh, before and after for four. Duets for four hundred. Before and after. Spaceballs quote. That depicts an injury by Houston Symphony Mute Maker. <laughs> this might be my favorite one Spaceballs of the whole day. Spaceballs quote. Spaceballs quote that depicts an injury by Houston Symphony Mute Maker. I'm not sure I got the quote exactly right, but is it that's going to leave a Mark Hughes? Yes! That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right, let's go with uh, let's close this out before and after for five. All right, Wisconsin Indiana. trumpeter turns traitorous. Wisconsin trumpeter trumpeter turns turns traitorous. I hope I got the state right. I'm pretty sure I got the state right. Turns traitorous. I could have also said L.A. trumpet ensemble trumpeter turns traitorous. I could have oh, said that's, that. Oh, no, that's you mean Minnesota? Oh, Minnesota. You mean. Who is Marissa Benedict Arnold? Yes. <laughs> as soon as yes. I looked down, I was like, oh, wait, it's not Wisconsin. It's, no, that's it's Min Minnesota. She's at the University of uh, Minnesota yeah. Go Golden Gophers. Yeah. There we All go. right, boys. Well done, Joey. Very well, impressive. I'm just, I'm just happy to have swept the life of Brian. I can't believe you. Actually, I wish I could say that I can't believe you swept that category. Well, here's the, thing. the best part. Like, I knew it was going to happen. Normally, yeah. if we do these sort of things, like Bill might set you up and send me all of those verses. He did not. He did I had not. no knowledge nope. of any of those questions. Nope. <laughs> nope. No setup whatsoever. Oh that was awesome. Oh, my goodness. All right, boys. Time for a couple things.
The name Herb Alpert just makes me smile. The joyful sounds of Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass fill my head, and it takes me back to early days on the horn, listening and figuring out tunes. I can vividly see those album covers in my mind's eye, and so can you. And I think about what an impact that music had on me as a young trumpet player. I know the three of us, as well as many others, share an affinity for this music and this player. So today, we dedicate, dedicate this episode to the one and only Herb Alpert. Absolutely. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I think a lot of uh, things in the past get left there, including Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So like good. This was, I, I don't even know where to start. There's so many places to start, but I want to start well, here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times now, uh, when students are coming up, there's always the young people saying, are, is there ever going to be work? Are there going to be jobs and all that kind of stuff? And what <laughs> I tell, what I usually start with is, all right, what do you want to be doing? Like, what do you like to be doing? And, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, uh, you know, maybe if I could win that job or win that job or win that job. And I said, what about things that don't exist? Like, if you wanted to do something that's not a thing, right? Mm -hmm. This is Herb Albert. Because when he was coming up, you know, you could go play in territory bands. You could play in big bands. You could stay in a city and establish yourself as a, a regional player, you know. So what did he do? He started his own musical group that's kind of in a style that didn't really exist at all either. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then made it popular and because, it he, because yeah. everybody liked it so much. But this was not something that just was a thing. Hey, you know, you just go start your own band in kind of a, you know, genre, non-specific way and put your mm -hmm. music out and then people buy it. Especially when he was doing that, that didn't exist. Yeah. So the idea that not only did he do it, but was unbelievably successful in doing it should actually be a more model for today's youth more than ever before. You know, because I know I grew up in the idea of like, well, you know, go up and you go work for other people and then, you know, you can go establish yourself somewhere and then you can do what you want. Why don't you right. start doing what you want? Absolutely. I talk about student, to students about this all the time and he's the model. He really is. And and maybe some of it is due, you know, time and place, right? Like at that time there was a void and, and where he was, you know, in L.A. or whatever to be able to do uh, those things. Maybe, but I don't think the popular music of the day thought, you know what we're missing? We're missing no. uh, like a, a, a popular band based around the trumpet section. Yeah, instrumental <laughs> band. <laughs> Playing right. melodies. Like no, one, yeah. no one thought yeah. that this was what was missing in music. Yeah. He created it and said, hey, this doesn't exist, and I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, and the the thing about Herb Alpert, I mean, the test here to say that he is someone that deserves our attention, if, and, and really what we're trying to do here today is just steer people toward him again, right? Yeah, just go to go back to check it out. But you're right, like, where do you start? Do you start with the recordings? Do you start with the personal impact that's had on people? Do you start with the fame and the money? I mean, the amount of money he has made and the foundations, and then the fact that he's such a benefactor now. Yeah, great philanthropist in, in, in the trumpet world and even much larger than that. But yes, for anybody who may not have heard of him, you've probably heard of A&M Records. Right. right. So A&M yep, Records sure. was his record company that he started with Jerry Moss. And mm -hmm. he's the A in A&M Records. A &M. And, you know, held on to that well through the 80s, right? Until 89 when they so, sold it. For five hundred million dollars in nineteen eighty nine. In eighty nine, that was actually a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to now, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, Bill's got that in his in his couch cushions now, but <laughs> but uh, you know, but you know, the popularity of A and M Records uh, through the eighties, I believe they had. They had Sting, they had Janet Jackson, you know, like, I mean, we're talking mm. enormous, enormous stars on there, you know, so, and this was a trumpet player that was like, hey, you know what, if we're going to record, maybe we should do this on our own, on our own label. Yeah. So let's start a label. So the business acumen, oh my, that's definitely crazy. somewhere to look Incredible. as well. Well, and the sheer volume of it, right, 28 albums, I believe I read, 72 million records sold yeah. worldwide. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy for a trumpet player, and it's not crazy trumpet playing. Like it's not like stunt trumpet playing. No, well, it's not. This is this is where uh, this is where it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around his career, is that you listen to it and think, uh, in some ways, uh, slight sidetrack. I gave a student once who came in and said to me once. What's the big deal with Miles Davis? And as I look at him, <laughs> stunned. I'm like, 
<laughs> There's a lot there. I don't understand. What's well, everybody says a big deal. I said, all right, I'm going to give you, and I gave him, um, it was uh, on Green Dolphin Street, one of my favorite Miles solos. I said, I want you to learn this tune, and I want you to listen to this recording of Miles playing this. And he came back, and he's like, okay, but I can play that. And I said, of course you can, but you didn't. You know, yeah. you know there, there's nothing in in the solo, and in fact, he does uh, at the beginning. You know, there's some descending major chords. You know, G major, F sharp major, F major, where Miles plays more than once B to A sharp to A natural, like mm-hmm. outlining this, the same changes the same way. And right. I'm saying, just because he repeats himself doesn't mean that that's hackneyed or trite. It means he was practicing and and, and likes the way that sounds and it, and makes that work melodically and makes great solos out of that. When you listen to Herb Albert play. There's nothing he's doing on there where you're thinking, holy moly, how did he do that as a trumpet right. player? It's not a circus trick. It's totally no. accessible trumpet playing. Like you listen to that. I remember as a high school student, like, I mean, I heard had, my parents had some Herb Albert records growing up. So yep. when I first started playing trumpet, and I could hear that. But by the time I'm in like eighth grade, I'm thinking, I mean, I could probably play that right. And from a technical <laughs> perspective, yes. Right. That's correct. Joey's so thinking, it, I could play that up an octave. <laughs> but, or two. But the, but the idea of, yeah, you could absolutely play that, but the, well, it, Bill that's couldn't not play what that. it was about. Because <laughs> it's very clean articulation. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, there is that part. No, I love the articulation. Bill. Oh, but, yeah. But from a trumpet perspective, this is totally accessible and in no way like, well, man, if I just practice long enough, maybe I can play that Herb Albert tune. It was like you got to mm-hmm. get the style and the groove and the feel. It was the whole thing of like we're making enjoyable, fun, good music. Yeah, unapolog- unapologetically fun, enjoyable, yeah. Yeah. heartfelt. No, it is, it is, is what it is. Yeah. But think about the way it landed, right? Like we want to look at this. We think of him as a trumpet player, and he is, of yeah. course. Yeah. He's, but we definitely claim him as one of ours. We one yes, of ours because we, we want people. to. Yeah, <laughs> but aside from that, what he was able to evoke right in people just through the musical aspects of what he did, no one cared that it wasn't, you know, pyrotechnical trumpet playing. It was right. great music. Right, because, made yeah, people because happy. non-trumpet players, well, even lots of trumpet players, don't or shouldn't care about that at all. Because right. if you look in pop culture, there have. Yeah. All, uh, regularly been trumpet players who are famous because we exist inside the trumpet world so we're very trumpet centric and trumpety trumpety trumpet trumpet but outside of right. this if you think back in that era um, everybody knew who Louis Armstrong was right mm-hmm. right everybody knew who uh, uh, Harry James was everybody knew who Al Hurt was everybody knew who Herb Albert was and it transcended Herb the Albert instrument. Is, Herb Albert's yeah. still alive. Uh, we should I, I actually say not only still alive, <laughs> still recording, still touring, still playing, still touring. Yes. Come on, still this out is on, crazy. Still out on the road doing his thing. Yeah, and and again, this this is on the playing side of of what he's doing, on the philanthropy side, of the benefactor side, mm-hmm. right? He's paying for college educations mm-hmm. for students, like. And isn't you know. he also uh, behind the Crusoe competition? Isn't he a good benefactor uh, of the Carmine Crusoe competition? He might be. Yeah, uh, I think ITG. he's part of part of that as well. Right. He, went, he went and studied with Crusoe. Yeah, he yeah. he ran into a major problem, playing wise, and went and studied with Crusoe. And he and he asked Crusoe, "What's wrong?" Crusoe said, "I can tell you, but it's not going to help." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So it is funny too to go digging around here a little bit because we 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 think about Herb Alpert as the you know, as the record stars, all the gold records and the Grammys and what he's doing now, right? This is a guy who went, he went to Fairfax High School in L.A., right? Yeah, he right. was he's in a high school. He's L.A. guy, yeah. <clears throat> L.A. guy. Uh, parents now, uh, immigrants mm-hmm. from Ukraine, right? He's yeah. Ukrainian. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, which is so funny because you always uh, associate him with this Latino music, right? And this particular <laughs> right. style yes. of music, right. which, Tijuana again, exactly. he just invented this, you know? Right. You know what but, sounds cool? Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he marched in the USC Trojan Band. <laughs> which is awesome. The Trojan Marching Band. Yeah, he and did then, a couple years of school before he left, yeah. Yeah, and then I didn't realize this too, but was in the 6th Army Band during the Korean War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, That's right. that path of folks born at that time, right? He's born 1951. Right. Yeah. And, sure. Uh, no, 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 no. He's born before fifty-one. He's older than. Me. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. That's when he was in. That's when he was in high school, that's class it. of fifty-one. There we go. Yeah, he's yeah. born in graduate high school fifty-one. Right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, thirty-five. 
Born in 35. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Almost as old as you are. Uh, <laughs> actually. You remember him coming up, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we that competed. Kid, the kid out of L.A., right? We competed together, yeah. yeah. He's 88 <laughs> and still still touring. That's that's important. You can go on his website and get the tour dates and where he's going to be. He's going to be all over the country. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be the... here in New Hampshire. He's going to be in Philadelphia in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I was looking as we were talking. There's an article up uh, from October. Uh, talks about his eight decades in music yeah. his, and his new album. <laughs> you know, yes. Which you gotta love. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because in like a lot of ways, this is what this is what his life is. This is what he wanted his life to be, which is making music. Right. Like he yeah. hasn't veered off of that. He's continuing to be involved with it and doing it, which is right. great. All the way through, there's always been, you know, even when the, after the Tijuana Brass and, you know, A&M Records is really in his heyday, mm-hmm. uh, he was on a couple of, wasn't he on one of the Janet Jackson's tunes? Do I remember this right? I you know, like think... she was on A&M Records and he's always been playing trumpet yeah. all the way through. It's yeah. never stopped. And now, you know, obviously very late in his career as he's, uh, you know, almost as old as Bill. What is he doing? <laughs> he's, making, he's making records and he's out playing concerts. I yeah. love this he's... part. Yeah, he's also he's also doing painting and sculpting. Wow. Like every day, he does painting and sculpting. It's creative, just creative yeah. just energy, nonstop that can't be creativity. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So That's you can it. go see his sculptures all over the place. You can see his art there. It's in installations all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy what he does. At do eighty-eight. Rem- at eighty-eight. <laughs> at eighty-eight. I do. Yeah. I do remember. The Rise album, and when that came out, he was standing there, so I cool, st- I still like play leaning that against that wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow, <laughs> totally, <laughs> absolutely. I can play Rise today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's some other funny stuff too, like maybe things that just happened to people in L.A. Right? He was actually in the Ten Commandments. What? I didn't yeah. know. No. Yeah, as a role, as a, an uncredited role as drummer on Mount Sinai. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that's but, awesome. You know, why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, but you do when I, you know, of course, reading about him a little bit and things that he said, and I and I love this because ultimately it's what he did that all artists should be looking for their own voices. Mm-hmm. Like he admits he went through a period trying to sound like Harry James, trying yep. to sound like Louis Armstrong and Miles Davis, and then when Clifford Brown came along, it was always he said it was like it was discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the first person who's thought that. No. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah. Speaking of stuff we listen to now, and still go. Hold on a second. What's going on? <laughs> Clifford definitely is in that category yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. He said, but he kept at it even after the Clifford Brown thing, and then he heard Les Paul multi-track on his guitar. Right. Yeah. Sure. And this was the thing that made him. He tried it with the trumpet, and that's the thing that made him go. Wait a minute. Boom. And there's the Lonely Bull. Right. Right. And that was the one launching pad. That was the record that started A and M. Yeah, in in nineteen sixty two. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing, because he made something that he wanted to do and found. Hey, other people like this. Yeah. This is what people are afraid to do now. He talked about getting a letter from a woman in Germany who said, "This is the kind of music that transports people." That. Right. You know, kind Thanks of takes for the trip to Tijuana. It, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, and so then he realized, no, that's his voice, and this is the thing he wants to do, which is why you, if you, you can't discredit it because it isn't going to be fat, flashy trumpet playing all the time, but it's just great music. It's like, fun, musically, right. it's, like, it's fun perfect. music and it's enjoyable, and that's a lot of times people like us turn our noses up at that because we're snooty and we're college professors mm-hmm. and yes. we're professional musicians and obviously well we should look down on anything that's popular <laughs> right, I, I, right. I it's not I pretentious at all it's accessible i, no, I don't yeah. know why that it's is fun yeah well I, the funny thing is like the miles davis thing like i understand what your student is saying and i've encountered that a bunch over the years yeah. too and i have to admit like early on i was like wait a minute you want me to sound a certain way my teachers want me to sound a certain way that doesn't sound like that right right but with Herb Alpert, it was like, oh, no, that's cool. <laughs> right. Like, he sounds great. Like, it was clear, and it was beautiful. And, yeah. you know, that yeah, you want to sound like that. But more importantly, he's actually making music that he enjoys and sharing it, and other people enjoy it, too. Yes. Isn't that sort of, like, part of the idea there? <laughs> it's yes. supposed to be the idea. Just not many people do it. Right, because I think we get so wrapped up into 
you know, it, I should be playing the hardest things that are possible or and, and stuff that's so hard you're not even going to understand them. I'm like, well, what's yeah. the uh, – because I've had students come in and ask about particular solos. And I'm like, I'll be honest, I've never really gotten into that solo. I don't care for it. I don't think there's a lot of music there. Right. And they're like, yeah. really? I'm like, well, yeah, but isn't it, like, hard? Oh, yeah, it's, it's really challenging technically. and Yeah, but for what? Like, let's say you played that great. Who's right. enjoying? Are you enjoying it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, then why? Yeah. So yeah. take that step back and go. Oh, what about doing something that's really fun? Yeah. Really enjoyable. And other people might enjoy it too, and other and people that's might enjoy when it, as it well. becomes popular. Exactly. Um, so there's a a record, of course, that uh, gets a lot of attention for a variety of reasons. We've laughed about it and joked about it on here before, and that's the Whipped Cream and Other Delights sure. record. <laughs> yes. But here's the reality of that record. In 1966, outsold the Beatles, Frank Sinatra, and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Isn't that spectacular? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, a trumpet yeah. player. Effect. A trumpet player. Our yep. people taking them down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was the that was the reason that the Tijuana Brass became a touring ensemble because of that happening in 66. Right. Yeah. Like they just weren't sure. a studio band anymore. Like, no, we need to take this out. You got to go out and play some concerts. You got to go out and take it on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably they made a little money doing that. Probably made a, a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Herb Albert, uh, the one thing he was very, very good at is figuring out how to make money. It's quite striking. Not a lot of musicians are that way. Other people around them are good at making money. Right, or making money off of them. Yes. Yes. But yeah, taking that ownership, again, that's why I think this is he's a model for today's up-and-coming musician because there's never been more a time in music history where it's on the artists themselves to, one, come up with the idea, produce the idea, get the idea out there, yeah. and, then, and yeah. then try and monetize as well. And, and how know? many older, older musicians or faculty members are resistant to the technological change they don't understand how the computers work or how the right. new programs work and he's still up on all that stuff he can do the yeah. editing and mixing himself mm -hmm. yeah absolutely even now yeah um back to the philanthropy thing just because i was because i was in la and saw the names of some of these places go by right, right. but we're talking tens of millions of dollars yeah he and yeah. his wife donated 30 million to the university of california los angeles in 2007 to form and endow the UCLA Herb Alpert School of Music. Right. Yeah. His their name is on the on that's the not, school. That's not bad. You know, a little school like UCLA. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But then uh, East Coast stuff, five million to the Harlem School of the Arts. Yeah, and nice. raised another several million after that as well. Yeah. It was going to fold, and he was like, "Well, that seems crazy. It shouldn't fold. I, we'll yeah, just do donate need? a bunch of money." Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, another fascinating thing was I'm looking at the list of records and there are way more than <laughs> I remember, right? Well, right. sure. But as you go down that list, the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve of them are gold. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That's right. Twi yes. And there's more after that. Rise went platinum. Rise, Rise went yep. platinum. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's, it's astounding. It's really incredible. He figured it out. He did it really well. People loved it. And that was it. Right. And still doing it. Like, this obviously wasn't just, hey, how do I go make money? Because <clears throat> right. he's already, if that was the goal, he would have been done by the time he was 40. Yes. Know? Yeah. But no, he, he you know, clearly loves what he's doing. Yeah. Driven. What's yeah. he doing now? He's still making records, going out and playing concerts. He just had his Grand Old Opry debut. <laughs> Right? It's a That's great awesome. video on, online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right, the the idea that you know, if you're if you're doing this, if you if you're doing what you want to be doing, and you be able to make a success out of that, you can just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which I you know I look at that and go eighty eight. Yeah, cool. That's good to know. It's that would be it. yeah, great to be able to. I'll do be that. very happy at eighty eight if I'm like out still playing concerts and doing fun stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. practices every day, I bet. And I'll be dragging Brian along as he's complaining <laughs> about it nonstop. I'm like, no, come on. We got a show tomorrow night. You're fine. Get your horn out. Come on. He practices every morning. He yeah. does art every morning. Yeah. 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 Well, he he's does. all in. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and I'm I'm going to revisit a lot of this myself because the Christmas album, I don't 
No. Oh, right. that's a great cover. Isn't he like Santa? Have like a Santa costume on with Maybe. the coming out of it? Do I remember this album correctly? Yeah, yes, that could correct. be. Yeah. And I also didn't realize until I did this that he did a record yes. with Hugh Masakela. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, did yeah. you find the Christmas thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a sec. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I remember this now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. But wasn't Hugh? Hugh Masakela was an A&M artist, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's so much now that I want to go back and listen to that I just haven't checked out in a long time. Oh, you know? so as well you should. And fun, everyone should. Fun, enjoyable trumpet playing. It really is. We need to we need to do some arrangements here. We need to get some permission to arrange because the Lonely Bull oh, would be perfect. It would be amazing. Perfect for Trombomundi. Yeah. I've talked about us doing like a, a, a trumpet player's trumpet record, you know. So we yeah. some Herb yeah. Albert to some, you know, Chuck Mancioni, some mm-hmm. Harry James, some He Al has Herb. a new Christmas album too. Is that right? Oh, cool. 2000, 2017. Yeah. Go oh. check that out as well. Um, it's ridiculous. But those tunes, like everyone knows those tunes. And the stuff has been used, obviously. It's been used for game shows. These were commercials. Commercials. Pink, Pink yeah. Panther. Wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, It's a Great Little Car, right? Wasn't that one of them? That was one of them. Oh, maybe. I don't I'll know find that. that. I swear that was an album. I'm, I'm hearing it right now. I didn't look this up before. Yes. I just remember that. That was used in a car ad, too. Yeah, it was a Mazda commercial. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Didn't the dating game use Herb Albert tune? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a taste of honey or right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That was dating game for a while. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, but when you zoom out on this, right? Okay, started doing this thing—the same thing that we love to do: make music and play the trumpet—and just took it to. I think just, what you're saying is it's only a matter of time before Trombomundi exceeds uh, one five hundred million dollars of worth. Yes, <laughs> that's maybe collectively. This is not likely. <laughs> just a matter of time. Yeah, collectively. About to happen. Well, there's six of us, and maybe five of us come up with a hundred million each. We're there. Yeah, you know what I mean. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> I think I know which five. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Did it, get, did it get dark in here? Or is it just my internet connection? <laughs> wow. Wow. Brutal. All right, boys. Anyway, uh, but the idea here is that this is a career worth looking at. This is a this is a human being uh, well beyond a trumpet player worth looking into and, and checking out what he's done and the difference he's still making. So we're grateful for the influence on us. I mean, I know for me, this this was a staple in my house because my dad loved the trumpet. So it was Harry James. It was Al Hurd and definitely Herb Alpert. Absolutely. It is Absolutely. so fun. Just go and, listen. Enjoy it. And it was on the radio. Like he was yep. on the radio. It was popular music. Yep. Yeah. All so it was easy to get to. Yep. All right, boys. Time for no offense. Look, if you've not spent some time recently going back to appreciate the artistry of Herb Alpert, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Today's episode is to point you in that direction and get you back involved with this. If for nothing else, it's a great escape into some really fun, relaxing music. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to give and, and use Herb as a as a stepping off point. See what else you find back then. Uh, mm. But yeah, just because it's old doesn't mean it's not just as good or even relevant today. Get on it and Go listen and enjoy the enjoy the articulation. Stop! <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, we all love this stuff, and uh, we're happy to point you point you toward it because it is uh, it's great music. It really is. It is. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it today. Stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and go listen to Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert is non-negotiable. There it is. That's right. Just go do it. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.